Ulysses, we have lockout talk today. Lockout update. That's what everybody wants to hear. Let, let, let's see what we have. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked on Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Rays. I think we're at still at 194 subscribers. We're trying to get up to that Mendoza line, trying to get up to the Mike Zanino line there. Uh, so please subscribe if you can. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays, and you can email us anytime with questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, whatever it may be, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Again, that is LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Or as some uh, fellow Locked On podcasts are doing, they're doing a little play on words, Locked Out Rays, Locked Out Pirates, Locked Out Rockies, Locked Out Orioles. Why did I name all the bad teams <laughs> except for the Rays? Uh, locked Out Blue Jays, I guess. There, there we go. go. There so, go. yeah. Uh, isn't spring training supposed to be relatively soon? Weren't we supposed to have Fan Fest relatively soon? Uh, that's all out the window for now anyway, for the foreseeable future anyway. Well, seemingly, yeah, and, and it's crazy because December went by without anything happening, like zero yeah. activity. And quite frankly, I didn't care because it was the holidays. Like sure. I had totally checked out after sure. what happened to the Rays and the playoffs and being exited so quickly. It was like, need a little breather from the baseball thing. I, I agree with you until the Wander Franco signing. Then I, 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 yeah. I, I got hyped up all over again. But obviously, you know, December 2nd happened. Uh, no news. They said no core economics talk will, will happen in December. Okay, so nothing happens in December. It flies by. January, nothing really happens. A lot yeah. of like, oh, uh, here's our counterproposal. Here's our proposal. And then here's, oh, here's a, me uh, a yeah. government mediator. And now, in a few hours, we're going to hear what Rob Manfred is supposed to be saying in front of a microphone. What will that be? Will that be, hey, guys. We're singing Kumbaya. Everything's okay. Or will it be uh, baseball is going to be delayed? What do you think, Kevin? I think it's going to be the latter. I think it's going to be a, the latter. You know, a couple months ago, I thought, okay, yeah, they won't do anything in December. January will probably be slow. But now we're into February. Yeah. I think the season is going to get delayed and we're going to miss some ballgames. The yeah. way that this is tracking right now. I don't know how many. Yeah. But... I would find it hard to believe that we're going to have a full 162. It doesn't look good. And, but I don't think we're quite there yet. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit more optimistic. I think you can have spring training be four weeks long and then still have right. March 31st. So really realistically, if, if there is a deal on March 1st, I think nothing's going to get delayed. However, that doesn't mean that you're going to see Garrett Cole, Shane McClanahan, and and, and Walker, Walker Bueller pitch seven innings. I think yeah. they're going to be babied a little bit for the first couple starts, just kind of treated like a little spring training action, which is okay. You know, I think we'd rather have that than miss games. Right. Uh, but that's, I think, a, a still a possibility. 
I wouldn't put a lot of money into that possibility though. Yeah. I just see it just seems like there's still a lot of animosity between both sides. I mean, you have Marcus Stroman calling Manfred man clown. Like, I feel like after yeah. putting that out there, like a deal's not going to get agreed upon within the next week or so. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're um, singing kumbaya. Yeah, yeah it, 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 they. I think even Garrett Cole tweeted out today, like, uh, you know, we're all 100% in the same side, like, players-wise. Yeah. We're all together on this. That doesn't seem like we're together on compromising yeah. with MLB and their owners. It, it seems more like we know what we want. We've made it clear to the owners what we want. Yeah. We'll wait. And so, again, when we talk about Manfred speaking in a few hours, what will he say? Right. Yeah, and so he'll be speaking from Orlando then. Yeah, uh, either Orlando or he takes his private jet and, and and talks from New York. I don't know. That's interesting. Maybe from the golf course in Orlando. I don't know. Do you, do you know yeah. a good golf course in Orlando? I think there's many, many, many good golf courses and many, many, many expensive golf courses <laughs> in Orlando, and I'm sure that the MLB uh, owners are taking advantage of that. That's the other thing, too. They're in Orlando for yeah. quote-unquote meetings. Something tells me there's not a whole lot of business and brass tax being done. It's a lot of drinking by not the beach, but right. by the pool and okay. playing golf and smoking cigars and uh, enjoying that uh, Florida sunshine, if you will, as opposed to uh, getting things done. I... Look, the, the owners can the owner the owners will always have the advantage in the sense that they can always play hardball and they can always bleed out the players. Like I, yes. here's my problem with this whole thing. Um, the union executive subcommittee, the Garrett Coles of the world, the Max Scherzers of the world, the Andrew Millers of the world, those guys are unified. Those guys can sing the same tune because yeah. they've made a lot of money in their career. Some guy, some of those guys, you know, uh, who else is in there? Lindor, Paxton, Jason Castro, I mean, Zach Britton, those guys are pretty much set in their careers. It's the rank and file players that are going to be, you know, a little squeamish in a month or two, uh -huh. where the, the Mike Brasso's of the world, the mm -hmm. Colin Pochets of the world, the Josh Fleming's of the world. The Lewis where, Heads. Yes. See, so that's what I'm... The 90 to 95% of MLB players, as opposed to the guys who are really, really set. So this is my issue when on anti-social media, you see baseball fans say something like, oh, it's millionaires versus billionaires. Like, yeah. are you, are we really calling Lewis head a millionaire right now? Yeah. Are we really, are we with a straight face? You're as a race fan, right? You're going to call knowing his story. You're going to call him a millionaire. Mm -hmm. uh, if that's your take, you probably should not be watching baseball. Yeah. Get another sport. Get another sport. Right. That should not be the take. I'm sorry. Yeah. That should not be the take. So, um, look, people focus on the on, on the $300 million deals, on the $400 million deals, the 250 And, okay, fine. But that's like 0.5% yes. of what makes up MLB. And that's kind of the problem with this thing is because a lot of these guys that are the decision makers in the union, they're Scott Boris clients, they're established players, and they may have, at the end of the day, a little bit of a different time frame and timeline and priorities yeah. than, uh, you know, Jalen Beeks, if right. you will. Right, so, exactly. <laughs> we call Jalen Beeks a millionaire. Now, in the player's defense, not in their defense, but giving them credit, they 
even you have the big names that are being outspoken, but even the Colin Pochets of the world yeah. are being outspoken. So at least they're showing off that unifi- unified front in some sense. And I kind of, I sort of like it. I embrace it. Yeah. I We've said this before where it's like, I, I'm tired of the era of players not saying anything, of just yes. giving canned press conferences and answers. The Derek it's, Jeter answers, yeah. Yes, I mean, that he's an example for sure. Um, you know, being totally guarded. Like, that's why it was awesome to have Colin Pochet on yeah. our podcast because for an hour and a half, pretty much, yeah. he let loose. He talked about there was no question or topic off limits. So for them, and that's part of the gig too. Like, oh, you want to get an endorsement. You want to get a sponsorship. You want to increase your profile and social media presence and become a figure as opposed to just a ball player and an athlete. Like if you want to become a personality, like a lot of guys in other sports do, as opposed to baseball, yeah, you sort of got to put yourself out there a little bit. Yeah. You have to put yourself out there. And I, and I think a lot of players have uh, embraced that mm-hmm. in, 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 in recent years. And, and that's good to see. Cause you, again, you, you, you can't judge these guys of their numbers in the back of the baseball card. That's ridiculous. Like yeah. these are family men. These are human beings, you know, and, and we treat them like they're just machines in a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's always nice to see, but going back to what could happen with this press conference. Yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't feel particularly good about it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be something like uh, we're going to have to uh, pick up on a basketball team. If you don't have a basketball team, you're going to have to pick up uh, a soccer team if you yeah. if, if, if you haven't yet uh, or watch minor league baseball. I think it's guy. the guys are, are dug in. They know what they want. Right. And they want MLB to at least be polite enough to meet them 30% of mm-hmm. the way. Because as of right now, they've met him 2% of the way. Yeah. We've got much more of this discussion coming up. But Ulysses, we have to inform the listeners out there about Bilt Bar. Maybe that's what Rob Manfred needs. If he wants to give a enlightening press conference, he needs to get his energy up yeah. a little bit. Don't yeah. just imagine all the media in their underwear. You also have to have some sustenance. You know, Maybe a Built Bar would help. And built bars are indeed what you need. They're low calorie. They're high protein. You can replace your candy bars with all of these. I mean, they are just better. All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. You have to go to built.com to get these bad boys. You scroll down to the macros chart and you're going to be, be blown away because most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So these are just delicious. So again, you got to go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you get 15% off your order. You got to use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. You brought it up and I think it's very interesting that, yeah, at the end of the day, if you're really a hardcore baseball fan and you can't do without your baseball, your professional baseball, you might have to go the minor league route. Yeah. You might have to watch single A, double A, triple A games. You might have to just become a prospect hunter in a way. What would you rather do if you weren't a, a Rays fan? Like what would be your preference? Would it be single A? Would it be triple A guys you're about to go see? Would it be, you know, lower guys, 19, 20 year olds? What, what, what would oh, you that's, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, 
being a Rays fan, it helps because every level is stacked <laughs> okay. with talent. That's I why would, I said that. Honestly, though, I mean, locally, I would like to root for and be able to go see that team in person, like whichever is okay. the nearest team. And right now the Rays don't really have, I mean, outside of the Florida Complex League team. So I would, I would probably look – I'm not saying I would root for the Tampa Yankees, Tampa Tarpons, whatever yeah. they're called now, but I would, if I can't watch or consume Rays baseball, I would be going to probably a lot more single A ball games around the Tampa Bay area because that's the only option yeah. as of right now. Well, I mean, that team is actually making history this year by having the first woman uh, manager. That's true. So that would yeah. be a kind of already a and new I, thing you know to, what? to go to a game. So yeah. actually, yeah, I will go to a game here's, this, this year, actually. Yeah, here's what I would do. And it, it, it wouldn't just be like, oh, I'm only going to Tampa Tarpons game. I would probably like take that opportunity to, all right, I'm going to check out the Clearwater Threshers. I'm okay. going to check out what's going on in Bradenton. I'm going to check out the Dunedin Blue Jays. Like I would go around the Lakeland, uh, Lakeland Tigers. Like I would go around the area and maybe yeah. try to explore some of those ballparks and what they bring to the table. And maybe, you know, if, um, you know, maybe try to schedule it out. I'm not sure how the schedules work, but if the Charleston, well, I guess it's or Jacksonville. Gosh, it's low A. The Jumbo Shrimps, the Triple A team. Oh, for uh, the Marlins. I think it's the Marlins. Yes. Yeah, that's still a drive. That's still quite a drive. Yes, but uh, like a Saturday, but like, like you know, you know, you, you make it a weekend. You make yeah. it a thing. But I think, well, I guess the the low A team for the Rays is Bowling Green. So when Bowling Green, mm. if and when they come to town, okay. come to the Tampa Bay area, then I would go and schedule and try to attend those games. That'd be nice. Now, speaking of that and following up on that hypothetical, if MLB, not saying they're going to do this, but I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. If they said, okay, we're done with this. We're not negotiating with the Players Union. Right. We're using scabs. We're scabbing it. <laughs> no way. Would that you... Would you follow and watch the Rays with scabs, for lack of a better term? I don't think they're going to do that, first of all. I know. Okay, but hypothetically? Yeah. Like just triple A fodder. I mean... Would, I, you, would you be rude? I, I would tune in, but not religiously. I wouldn't take yeah. it seriously. Yeah, that's a good point. It's funny though because like I, I would watch a couple of innings and I'd be like, "All right, I'm out." You know, yeah. I don't do that with race because there's not that star power. Yeah, yeah. Like with race games, I'm like, I'm in there. This is what right. I'm doing tonight. With you know that that scenario, I would just be like, oh, "Okay, watch a couple innings. I got yeah. my, my my baseball fix, and then do something else." Yeah, it's funny because which is not what they want, which is why they shouldn't be doing that. Right, I understand that, but then you play with those scabs. You're going those. Some of those scabs would become stars in their own right. Maybe. Like there's triple A guys that are hitting 30, 35 home runs. Sure. But they would be doing it at the quote unquote major league level. And I think the cash the very casual baseball fan mm -hmm. that you know goes to maybe one, two games a year isn't, you know, in all, you know, tied into how the game has changed dramatically. They just say, Guys throwing 92, 93, they say, hey, that's a really, really good ball player. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even, I don't even know if they'd really make that connection of watching on the field how much of a difference the scab is from a major leaguer. I agree with that take, except for the earlier premise. I think that with this lockout and bringing up scabs, that type of baseball fan, good, say goodbye to them, MLB. Because yeah. they are gone. Right. Yeah. They're gone. They're there for the Tatises. They're there for, you know, the Ronald Acuna Juniors. 
if you're in the Tampa Bay area, you're, you're there for the Wander Franco. Mm-hmm. If those guys are not there, they say goodbye. I'm watching the Magic, even though they suck. Or I'm watching, you know, yeah. Kobe at 10 p.m. on ESPN Plus. Yeah, that's where they're going. So that's that's the biggest issue right now is that the diehards we're gonna be there, man. We're gonna be there, and but you need more than diehards. As a Tampa Bay Rays fandom, we should know that to fill a stadium, mm-hmm. you don't only need diehards. The diehards go yeah. already to the trap. Yeah, you just need the casual fan, and it works the same way with TV. They're not going to be clicking in if it's, you know, lockout, scabs, all that stuff. Besides the scabs, you know, the other easy way to bring the casual fan into uh, a raised stadium is relocate that raised stadium into Hillsborough County. I've never heard that before in my work. Crazy. My, my, wait, wait, so you're saying that putting a stadium next to just a huge body of water where nobody actually lives except for mermaids and dolphins, that's not a good idea for a stadium location? That's what I think we've learned over the last 20, 25 years. What's funny about all this is that with the MLB owners in uh, Orlando, you have uh, Mike Bianchi with the Orlando Sentinel putting out the same garbage and crap that he always does every year about bring an MLB team to Orlando. It's not going to happen in a million years. Like, no, it's not. I'm sorry. You can just that area lost a minor league team. So let's not even let's not even start with that. But uh, moving along. Okay, so. If and when the lockout gets resolved, you're, you're a, Ulysses. We should know this. I mean, you're a big, big baseball fan, hardcore baseball fan. What is if there's one thing with this next CBA? What is that one thing you want to see come out of all this? Come out of all the nonsense, all the back and forth. That hey, at least they got this piece done. If you have one, I'm sure there's a, there's a long list of things, but yes. not. We, we've talked about this before. There's not going to be major, major overarching changes across the board, but there might be a couple yeah. tweaks here and there. But is there one thing that's like, okay, I, I'm happy. Even though the season was delayed for this long, if it gets to that point, that at least they resolve this issue. I have three. Okay. I'll take three. I'll give you my podium. Number three, um, minimum wage. You got you to gotta okay. put that up. I mean, sometimes so fifteen dollars an hour <laughs> for ball players or minor leaguers, non-skilled workers yes, yes, that yes. hit ninety-eights. Um, yeah, like you know, they could only be there for a season and then they're done. What do they do? They need to maximize that value. They they, they went through hell in yeah. minor league system, and then you're gonna just you know. So they need to maximize value, increase their minimum wage. And what is what is that number? Is it seven hundred fifty thousand dollars? Is it six hundred six hundred fifty k? I mean. I mean, I, I think a million. I I'll let the players decide that. Okay. I don't want to talk for for the players. So whatever they they think it's it's fair. Whatever their their proposition. I think it was seven hundred though. But it's got to be more than like. So what's it the minimum be, right now? Like five fifty, five six. It can't be like five ninety. Yeah, like no, it's got to no, be. It has a, to be yeah. a chunk. Yes, I gotcha. Okay, that's number three in the podium. Okay. Number two in the podium. Uh, uh, manipulation on the roster. You can't just be keeping guys, you know, to uh, avoid them being a super two yeah. uh, or, or, or uh, you know, sending them up and down. I, right. I don't like that. That's got to stop. The best players in your organization should be playing. Yeah. Eric Neander would like a word with you on this one, first of all. <laughs> and honestly, I think some of it is obviously for salary constraints, but also the Rays kind of look at it as we're just 
bringing in so many different players, so many giving, we're bringing in so many different pitchers that we're giving opposing teams such a different look every, every time. time. The and Yankees have seen get 25 top. pitchers from us. Exactly, yes. Number okay. one on the podium. This is the big one. Eliminate tanking. Okay. And you can do that by various ways. Stop awarding the worst team the best draft pick. Stop that nonsense. That makes zero sense. Yeah. What you should be doing is giving the draft, the number one draft pick and the two and the three and the four and the five to the teams that were the closest to making it to the playoffs. So if we're looking at last year, I need the Toronto Blue Jays to get the number one pick. Okay. I need the Seattle Mariners to get the number two pick. You get rewarded for trying. You get rewarded for making moves at the deadline, even though you were five away from, from first place or 10 games mm -hmm. away. That's when you get rewarded. Uh, the Orioles, the Tigers, you know, maybe not the Tigers of last year, but the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, stop awarding this these teams. Yeah. The tanking has got to stop. You can't be a fan of your team when in on May 2nd, you have zero enjoyment of the season. How sad is that for a baseball fan that in a 162-game season, by game 33, you're like, bleep this. Yeah. I'm bleeping out of here. I agree with you. I think a combination of that, the draft pick angle, and also expanding. I know you don't like this one. Expanding playoffs, okay. even if it's just a little bit, to where it would give that extra incentive to a team that's kind of middling, a little bit above 500 of saying, okay, we're going to sign that free agent. We're going to make that trade because we want to sneak into the playoffs. And once you sneak into the playoffs, anything can happen. Well, we saw a 100-win team can get eliminated Within the ALDS. Exactly. Exactly. No, my question to you is, Kevin, if you were to have some green Skittles, uh huh, where would you put them? I would first put them on Bet Online. Okay. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues with the big game this weekend. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. We we also want to remind you that it's Super Week brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in LA all week covering the big game, of course. Uh, Ulysses, you mentioned Green Skittles. So uh, before we get bring, to that, yes, yes. The big game, the Super Bowls. Oh, don't say that. Uh, big game. That's all it game. is. We can't. The big uh, game. Hey, there's copyright issues. Uh, Roger Goodell, that was Ulysses that said that. That was not me. I was wondering, why are we calling it the big game? Yeah. All right. In the big game. They have a have... huge trademark thing. That's ah, uh, whatever. That's it's what it's it the stupidest thing. Let's see if they catch it. It was me, guys. <sighs> What's up with the big game? Are you rooting for somebody specific or do you don't care anymore? I honestly, quite frankly, do not care anymore. After... The Bucks got eliminated and Tom Brady retired. I'm like, all right, I'm out. Uh, I guess I'm going to be watching some hockey and watching some college. <laughs> Is that and... how much Bucks Bucks fans feel like? Like 
F this. Yeah, and after what, honestly, I mean, I've kind of discussed this already, watching the the Bucks and the Colts, and the Colts, like, they looked like they had so much momentum, and then they just crapped the bed and missed the playoffs. Like, they lost to the Jaguars in the, I think, final regular season game. They got, oh, yeah, they we did. watched that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a freaking disaster. And I mean, they you, you should have just, like, shut down the, the team and relegated them to, I don't know, Division three football after that. It was that bad. Go. So, yeah, um, yeah football, I... It's been a rough ride uh, as of late with the uh, NFL thing. Although, but if I have to give an answer, I will root for the Bengals just because. Yes. Yeah, that's. You got to give it to the team that never I, gets I anything. Would, I wouldn't have expected the Bengals to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I'm going to put it like that. Yeah. There you go. We know the Rams have been good and, and so on and so forth. So um, you mentioned green Skittles. Were you going to ask me a hypothetical of sorts? I was not. It was just my, my way oh, that, that was your That was your lead. And I didn't know yeah. if you were going to give me a, hey. Green Skittles on when the start date is going to be or well, when the you know lockout's going to end. Now that you bring it up, do you have an over-under situation for Ooh. the start of the season? I know in the in the first segment we talked about the possibility, hey, four weeks of spring training, they can still get it done. But let's say that doesn't happen. Mm. When when do you see this stuff ending? And then I want opening day date. From Kevin Weiss. My memory is so bad. Last year, did the season start on time? Yes. As scheduled? Okay. It definitely didn't in 2020. <laughs> I can not. tell you that. <laughs> um, I'm going to say April 15th. That's kind of my over-under benchmark. When would the season... When is the season expected to officially start? Like March 30th? March 31st. 31st. Okay. I think it's going to take a couple of weeks after that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I usually am the more positive one. On this I'm thinking 150 game schedule. I'm thinking 140 games schedule. I oh, think, so you're less optimistic. I think their opening day is May 1st. Okay. Honestly, I I would be okay with that for a couple reasons. Uh, one, I've been singing this tune that there should be less than 162 ball games. So I would be okay with it. Now yeah. we just get a we just got to get seven inning games in there oh too. God, that's gross. That's Stop. our next. Uh, that's our next phase there. So, okay, somewhere between 140 and 150. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I want to put that on, on, on a poll. Yeah, on we're going to have to put that on a poll. I do have, I've got like, this will have to be in a, a future episode is I've got a whole bunch of. We've got time, baby. We've, yeah, got, we've got time to talk about lockout. Yeah. yeah. Look, reminder, if you didn't realize already, we are three days a week. We're not five days a week here because of the right. lockout scenario in a normal normal world we would probably be back to five days a week just before yes. fan fest but all that stuff is is going out the window who knows before long we might be the the locked on durham bulls the locked on charleston <laughs> whatever you know what river cats i don't know their name if this uh, the river cats oh river dogs river dogs yeah um if this goes on longer than may 1st and it stretches out into like a 2020 COVID season yeah buddy we're definitely going to be talking about minor league games okay this is We've you know doing, that, right? We, we're gonna be we're gonna talk about Jack Lebowski. How uh -huh. is he doing? You know, yeah. Logan Driscoll, how's he doing? Ford Proctor, friend of the program, Blake Hunt, hopefully. We'll be having more guests on. I can guarantee you that. You yeah. wonder, people are like, why'd you have so many guests on during the month of January? Well, because there was a lockout, nothing was happening. And I think people enjoyed it at the end of the day. I hope so. Like, I, also, I enjoyed doing those interviews. Had a personal issue. I started a new job, so it was like, hey, we gotta kind of put some stuff in the camp. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot. We're we're gonna have I, I think we're having fun right now. It's it's fun to get back into the groove where you and I are just yeah. going back and forth and getting the listeners involved too. That's yes. one thing we try to 
prioritize here and we put things out on Twitter and try to get some interaction. And we did with uh, a little fun thing we put out on Twitter, a little fill in the blank action, fill in the blank. The ongoing MLB lockout is dot, dot, dot. And we got uh, some funny and interesting responses here. Uh, Giola says, Going on way too long. I agree with that. Uh, Al Bushman says, stupid man clown. I, I, I guess that's the new nickname for Manfred. You know, <laughs> it's an easy one. Yeah, it's an yeah. easy one. Uh, Jeff Williamson says, disheartening. Uh, Kenton says, I'm not going to say what he says, but he says, uh, number one bull crap. I guess that's a way to clean <laughs> oh, it up. Oh, is he doing a uh, Kucherov? Oh, that's right. Yeah, great to pick up. See, Ulysses, biggest hockey fan. People say to me, Ulysses, you're the biggest hockey fan. You know how to slap it. Yeah. And I'm you, like, you know what? I do know how to slap it. You know what icing is? You you like talking about blue lines and hey, fourth I, lines. And... I love penalties. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Power plays, everything. Uh, Chris says, uh, rather annoying. Seriously, they should have had this ready to agree on prior to the CBA ending. Yeah, that was not going to happen. Yeah. Um M Glazer 21 says here to stay. Yep. Matt Germain says killing MLB at worst possible time during the Olympic Super Bowl MLS start in soccer world cup upcoming qualifying in progress. I'll say this. Uh, I don't care. Haven't focused on the winter Olympics uh, MLS. You know, my feelings about soccer couldn't care less uh, Super Bowl. I get hey, that. easy. Oh Goodell. yeah, he said. Ah man, I, now I'm. Oh, oh thank you. I'm gonna be sued. I oh was, my gosh. I oh. was carrying that oh, guilt all over. Like, oh man, I'm the only one who said it. Okay, I was Both. just reading what Matt Germain was saying. Right. So that was not that yeah. was not my. I was yeah. just quoting him. Uh, let's <laughs> n- nobody twist those words up there. But you get my point. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, David Lopez says uh, the lockout's not going to be ending anytime soon. And then Joshua Garner says, so boring, made a lot of people forget entirely about baseball. Look, that's the thing is like, it's hard to follow the day to day of this lockout stuff. It's just like, okay, they're arguing back and forth. They're yelling at each other. Uh, There's not much progress here. So it's like, okay, new day. There's not much we can go off from here. No, and that's why this is going to be a very interesting day. Yeah. See what Rob Manfred says, Mister Man, Eleven Man Million Clown. Dollars. Yeah. Rob Man Clown Mi- says, Mister Eleven Million Dollars a Year. Um, That's what he makes. I think so. Yeah. So he makes KK money. He makes KK <laughs> much, or KK makes Rob Manfred money. I don't know which one should be yeah. embarrassed about that. Well, I can tell you one thing: the the Rays aren't trading Rob Manfred. They will be trading Kevin Kiermaier, probably. Well, there you go. At some point. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot more. Look, there's always things we'll find uh to talk about with baseball and the rays and otherwise and uh you know topkin is he's not really reporting anything but he uh you know does give well, you some tidbits every once I'm, in a I'm, while I'm, so i'm sure that if he listened to the episode yesterday uh, that was all ulysses that, that that was all he's going to block me and that's unfortunate because i do enjoy yeah. mark's writing i'm just saying you know i said what i said no scoops no scoops um on that note thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on Bets podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we should note, okay, yeah, technically we have a guest on tomorrow's show. That is uh, Tyler Parker, listener of the program who won the Locked on Rays fantasy football league. So we're going to bring him in as a uh, third co-host for the day and have some fun with him so stay tuned for that all right talk to you tomorrow